Matt. Matt. What are you doing? Where, where am I? Matt. Matt, it's time It's time to start the show. Wait, it, what, what day is it? It's it's Monday. Monday? Oh, man. Shit. I've been on my couch for the last 72 hours. I've done nothing except watch the Avengers trailer for the last three days. I haven't eaten. I haven't slept. And I have no bodily fluids left in me. And I'm still hard. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Ready, Set, Review show. <laughs> we're excited to have you guys here tonight. We, uh, we have some really cool things that we're, uh, we're excited to talk to you about. Uh, lots happened this weekend. Lots has come out. Lots of uh, rumors. Lots of, uh, lots of cool, cool trailers. Some great news that we're going to get a chance to talk about. So, so yeah. So, uh, sit back, relax. Uh, glad you're here joining us again. Uh, I am, uh, of course, your host, uh, Anthony. And I'm Matt. Uh, and we are here to bring you the absolute best in music, movies, comics, and culture. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's, you know, I'm not that far off when I say I really haven't done much in the last three days except watch the Avengers trailer. Uh over and over and over again. Yeah, I mean, it was just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, just what what a great way. And they, they teased it. They made us wait for it. They made us wait for it. I thought for a minute there, I thought that they were going to, like, troll us, the ultimate troll, and not actually release a trailer. I thought they were just going to do it, like, cold open. Movie I, comes out, no trailer ever. That, I, I mean, it was... That would be uh, awfully brave of them, but uh, yeah. yeah. Well, because you know what, though? It's like the thing. It's no matter what trailer they put out, and to be clear, we think this trailer is fucking fantastic. Yeah, it but is. But no matter what trailer they put out, they, it was never going to uh, quench the fanboy thirst for their theories and everything that was happening. And, you know, the first thing I noticed, too, is when they said that it was Avengers Endgame, the internet just lit up and it was like, I told you, man, I told you it was going to be called Endgame. And when Doctor Strange said Endgame, I knew it was going to be called Endgame. Yeah, I mean, like, you kind of had a feeling it wasn't going to be called Annihilation. They're yeah. Not gonna, uh, they're not going to introduce Annihilus. And, yeah. Uh, Come on now, yeah, like, no, the, you but, know, that's just. Uh, so let's so let's go over this trailer. So on a on a whole, I think that the approach they took to the trailer was brilliant because it had pretty much zero action in the trailer. Yeah. It was not like a of the kind of trailer you see for a big um, early summer blockbuster movie. So they 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 really just fucking hit you with all of the emotion. And I think my favorite thing about the trailer was that. We didn't see anything that we didn't already know or had at least, like, speculated upon. And I thought that was just the best thing they did in that trailer. Yeah, I agree. I, You know, it, it just give us the absolute bare minimum. I, I almost don't want to know anything about this movie and just go in so that, you know, I, I don't want any of the secrets to be given away, which they did give away, you know, one secret that we, we had all heard rumors about and we knew, and that is... Um, uh, Clint Barton as Ronan, yep. you know, and I, I think that it's going to be, um, I just, I think it's going to be such a, an amazing yeah. movie. And at least there's so much speculation. So like, you know, so I think we can all safely assume that, um, Clint Barton's family got dusted with the snap. I think we can all yep. safely assume that, yeah. which is probably why he's maybe abandoned his, his Hawkeye persona and is now going with this Ronan. He's got the sword, which is like badass. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. like, like my, my first question from the trailer is 
what is Hawkeye exactly, or what is Ronan, I guess we should say, exactly doing? Because when you see him for that brief moment, it looks like he's just fucked up a bunch of dudes on the street there. Like, you know, who are those guys? Like, is he just, like, taking out street-level crime? Is he on some... My theory, what I would love for it to be is I would love for his part in this movie to be minimal and his role to be leading into the next phase of the Marvel Universe. Like, you find out that he's um, on some sort of secret thing for Nick Fury that has nothing to do with what the rest of the Avengers are working on. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be really cool. Almost like the secret Avengers, right? Yeah, baby. You know, and, and maybe even like, cause they're going to go into outer space. Right. So, um, you know, I think it would be a really, really cool, uh, I think it'd be a really cool, you know, thing if they, if they just leave it to him and they're just, you know, he is part of that secret Avengers group, yeah. right? And yeah. that they are going out into space to go and fight Thanos. I mean, yeah. you know, like that's – you have to reverse the snap, right? So you have to reverse the snap. So, you know, we've theorized on the show previously just a, a couple of ideas that we've had and ways that they can do it. I think that there are some really cool ways that now seeing this trailer that, that they're going to go from here. But the question is who's – so obviously they have to go and they have to fight Thanos again. Right. But Thanos accomplished his mission. So like he doesn't really have his team. He doesn't have like a group. Like, and especially because a lot of them died. Like they just See, got beat up and they're dead. And that's what I think is going to make this movie so interesting. And, and this is one thing. If you, if you go back to, to almost a couple years ago at this point, the one thing that the Russo brothers have always said um, is that the second movie – it, like Thanos really isn't gonna be the bad guy in this movie. Like they show the one thing they show in the trailer, which again I love the way they did this. You know, the first trailer was pretty much a Thanos monologue over some action shots. Yeah. And in this trailer, Thanos doesn't say a single word. All yeah. you get is the shot of his armor. Yeah. You don't the, even see him right? at all. You see his hand kind of walking through like the, the gladiator, you know, running yeah. his hands through yeah. the, the fucking uh, tr uh, uh, shrubbery or yeah, whatever. Whatever. But you, you see, it. but I like that they showed the image of him with this armor mocked up there because it like signifies like you know his mission is complete like it really picks up where the last where the end of the movie left off where he's you know sitting over um looking over the horizon he's just like ah job well done you yeah know? like so i don't think thanos is going to be that i think that the russo brothers weren't trolling us when they said that he's not going to be as pivotal in this movie as he was in the first one yeah i i wouldn't be surprised if he's almost like an afterthought yeah right but what what does that mean? Does that mean that like now that there aren't you know half the heroes that it leaves the earth open to be conquered? And why would it be conquered, right? Yeah. Or is it somebody who's on Earth who is trying to you know take advantage, right? Yep. So half the Earth's population goes away, right? So all of like let's say Earth goes into chaos and it's just people, yep. right? And that kind of explains what Rodin is doing. Maybe they're just criminals who yeah. are just on the street and Cleaning causing up chaos, the streets, right? Yeah, and he's just out there trying to clean up the streets and doing his part. You know? I, I I would not be surprised if they in in typical Marvel format structured this movie in a way that it it closes the first chapter of the marvel universe but at the same time opens everything up to the next chapter because we already know that captain marvel's coming we yep. have the next spider-man movie already slated we know we're going to get a new doctor strange right. movie we know we're going to get a new black panther movie right so i wouldn't be surprised if they did a thing where they like you know close one door and use this movie to really open up another door yeah I, and i hope that's what they do right because you need to you need to transition from the one 
the one storylines into the next level, right? Yeah. You need you need to continuously develop and and because now I mean you know that that universe is now ten years old, so yep. you have to start weaning out all of those characters. At a you're you've got fresh new characters that you're introducing, right? New actors, even if it's in the same role, right? So even having you know the Winter Soldier as Captain America, yep. at least you've still got that. Um, you know, you've still got new characters in there and it gives you an excuse to bring those other characters, the originals back at a later date. Exactly. Right. And all of a sudden you'll have that big reveal or big splash page. Um, and so Tony Stark out in the universe, uh, who's going to rescue him? Oh, did you, did you catch that though? In the trailer when he made a specific point to use the word rescue Rescue. yeah i'm calling this one right now pepper Potts. he she she gets the message that we see him in the trailer popping through his helmet and pepper Potts puts on the rescue armor and fucking goes up there zeroes in on his signal because they've made it very clear throughout a number of movies that a if tony stark wants someone to wear one of his armors that can happen it makes perfect sense that pepper Potts could do that or Um, or that he made an armor specifically for her also also true and it also makes perfect sense that the armors can talk to one another so it'd be very easy even though tony's floating through space he isn't where he is it'd be very easy for pepper Potts to put on a piece of armor and zero in on the on the armor that tony has on the ship and come find him yeah and i hope that they do a, a cool callback and i hope that they bring the briefcase suit Right? Oh, I think it would be so cool, be awesome. right? She flies up, she brings the briefcase suit, Tony fucking puts on the briefcase suit, right? And yep. then they fly in together, and then yep. they come in and join the fray. Yeah. Right? Now that's that's a possibility. Yeah. And because I mean, we all know, I mean, we all know that if you're paying if you're paying attention to the leaked photo, uh the leaked set photos from over a year ago now, we all know that this movie is gonna involve time travel in one form or another. Right. Like so that's gonna happen. So how does that factor in? I well, mean, I mean that's gotta be the way that they reverse the snap. Right, right? exactly. But then and the- what happened to the gauntlet and the infinity stones? Like we see the gauntlet at the end of Avengers Infinity War and it's smashed, it's Fuck destroyed. Fuck. Right? But it still has the stones. You can't break break the stones, right? So unless you're Scarlet Witch. Right, unless you're Scarlet Witch, apparently. Who <laughs> has just who has undefined powers. That's why chaos magic. That's why she's so chaos great. magic. <laughs> you know, no I, more mutants. <laughs> you know? Right? Yeah, exactly. And then I love and then I love how again, just in typical Marvel fashion, the entire like two minute trailer is just so heavy and so emotional. And it ends with goofball Scott Lang knocking on the front door. Hey, remember me? We, we met a, a few months ago in the thing in Germany. Hey, hey. Like, you know. and, and how awesome would it be if it really was Hank Pym or uh, or it really was uh, Paul Rudd, rather, Dude. Um, who comes in and, and saves the day. As There's Hank a great Pym. meme floating around right now where it's a picture. It's a two-sider, and it's like one half is Captain Marvel, and it's like, the person you thought was going to save yeah, the Marvel Universe, yeah. and then it's Scott Lang waving, it's like, the dude that's actually going to save yeah, the Universe. Yeah, an actual intellectual, <laughs> knowing who's going to save guy. the Universe. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, it, it's, um, uh, it's, it's got a lot of wonder around it, right? You're asking yeah. a lot of questions, you're sitting at home, and, and, you know, if you're a kid and, and, you know, watching these movies, you know, it's, it's that same feeling that uh, the original star wars was able to create right and we, we've definitely talked about it on other episodes as well but just that 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 feeling of wonderment right yep. where you're you're wondering about everything else and that's what really makes the movie so good and the universe so good and you know what else i really hope too i i sincerely hope that 
we don't get another trailer until the movie comes out. I think it would be so awesome if this was the only trailer we got. Yeah, I agree. And then maybe a month before they give us like a little bit more. Yeah, small tease or something like because yeah. this was a long time coming. And and can we just talk real quick? Not for nothing. I'm not saying that this was Marvel's plan, but you know, for months people have been begging for this trailer, like literally begging. And Marvel's clearly had this trailer ready to go. Oh, they could have yeah. released it in November. They could have probably released it in October. But you know when they released it? Two weeks before Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just they know very well that they are the puppet masters pulling our strings. Oh, they, man. They know it very, very well. Yeah, exactly, man. And, and, and I'm, uh, we can't state enough how hype we are for this movie it's gonna be fucking incredible. it's gonna be really amazing um yeah. can't wait to go see it you know and i just can't wait for the next five months or four months i guess uh, for five months more or less yeah of just fan speculation it's yeah just, oh, it's my favorite yeah but part. the speculation is what makes it so good yeah, you know the hype, it's, it's, yeah, the hype is there and they're gonna they're gonna do uh they're really gonna do a good job and i think they're gonna live up to the hype as well so that's great. I mean, this brings us into our, our next uh, news piece here is that Aquaman has been released early and it has been released early in the foreign markets, right? China in particular. China in particular. And in one weekend, Aquaman has done better than Wonder Woman did in its entire run in China. And you know, and you know what that says to me? That Aquaman sucks. Because there's one thing you can count on the Chinese movie market for. <laughs> it's gobbling up garbage, big budget, big explosion American movies. Yeah, I mean, the same thing happened with Rampage earlier this year. Pacific Rim. Pacific, well, Pacific, yeah, Pacific Rim. The, the second one. The, the second, second one, one yeah. yeah. And, and it had its redeeming qualities. It's actually on HBO right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, and it's 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 got that, that big budget action, huge special effects, just all the way over the top. Um, and just like, I, I think what most of the world thinks Americans are is what <laughs> Jason Momoa is as Aqua Bro. And then like, you know, and like, let's talk about strategy for a minute. You know, we, we, we frequently talk about the dumb things that DC does, but this I think is a really smart move because somewhere, somebody at Warner Brothers in DC, they know that Aquaman is probably going to suck big fat cock and they're like let's release it in the market where we know it's going to do well first drum up some hype talk about how much money we've made off of this really not so great movie mm -hmm. and then release it in america yeah i mean how are they expecting it to do good it doesn't even have Vinny chase in it <laughs> <laughs> come on how, you know how can this be uh how can this be a good movie? I will not watch an Aquaman that is not directed by James Cameron. Yeah, starring not Vinny starring Chase. Vinny Chase, right? Last for me. Where is my Vinny Chase Aquaman movie? Yeah, right? and I mean, and, and and I know we've I know we've talked about it before, but the the trailer is just so bad. It yeah. looks so dumb. Like aside from the fact that Black Manta looks like a fucking Power Rangers villain, like mm -hmm. <laughs> which was the most spot-on observation you've ever had, by the way. Oh, yeah, he like, really does. <laughs> he looks 100% like a Power Rangers villain, which, you know, to their credit, you know, at least it's, um, uh, at least they're trying to do some things that are not special effects. So so that, I, you know what, I'm glad you said that because I, I really do appreciate the fact that they are going with, like, the full-on, you know, 
uh, full-on costume, but you know there are there are just certain costumes that don't translate directly to live action without the help of some CGI. I personally think that they should have. And again, this is typical DC. Mm-hmm. They think that they they think like Zack Snyder does, where they think that fans want to see exactly the comic as it is ripped from the pages and put on the big screen. And in reality, they should have taken Black Manta and just completely redesigned his look. It would have been so much better than having giving him the, the giant, like the, again, the ridiculous helmet that he has looks great in comics, looks great in animation, yeah. looks stupid as fuck live action. Yeah, it doesn't look good live action. It looks it really just, bad. It doesn't translate. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't translate well. Um, but I, you know what? I, you know, I'm going to definitely, uh, Go and support my local movie theater. Oh, 100%. You know, $6, you know, maybe even less than that matinee oh, movie. Yeah. You know. We're getting the $6 matinee down at the Bowtie Cinema. In yeah, Aberdeen. absolutely. Shout you out know. Bowtie Cinema in Aberdeen. <laughs> Big shout out Bowtie Cinema. Yeah. And Been then, like, forever. you know, and, and speaking of, of, of costumes and other things like that, you know, the uh, another image got leaked today for the new Spider Man movie. Um, not today, a few days ago. Far from home, you're talking about. Yes. Not into the Spider Verse. Correct, correct. Uh, into the Spider Verse comes out next, next week, week, by the way. So yeah. make sure you go see because we definitely will be, and we will be talking about it. Uh, yes, we will, and we are so excited about yeah. it. So, so a, a picture, some pictures got released, and he's wearing a black suit with some like uh, you know goggles on and whatnot. And these pictures got leaked a couple months ago. They just came out officially, and I just, and again, just like I. I fucking hate fanboys sometimes because <laughs> that picture got released and the internet blew up and everybody was like, oh, they're doing Spider-Man Noir. And it's just... No, no. It's almost, it's almost like what they tried to do in uh, in Iron Man 3 where, like, there is a cool costume in the comics and they just wanted to give us that costume yeah. where they had Iron Patriot in, uh, Spider- in uh, Iron Man 3. Exactly. And it just didn't fit into the story. It didn't have... It right. just wasn't the same. It wasn't Norman Osborn yeah. like, from like it's the comics. Just, and it's it's just, just probably a stealth suit. And then the other the other part that was great. So when people were like, no, idiots, it's not Spider-Man Noir because that makes no fucking sense. It's obviously some sort of stealth suit. And then the fanboy rage got even stronger. Like, uh, well, uh, the uh, the stealth suit is supposed to be have a green spider on it. Uh, <laughs> part of the comic books. Uh, and it's just like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they could have used the black suit in order to make uh, Spider-Man in his stealth outfit. Yeah, you do. No. You, you do the fanboy voice. <laughs> right you're, you're, you're doing all those bits now. Like, you know, like, not easily enough. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, it, I, I think it looks cool. I think it's. I think all it is is. I think they're trying to make an idiosyncratic moment and just give. Uh, you know, just they're trying to give the fanboys their wank stuff. Man. You know, just that real wank stuff for fans. <laughs> you know. Dude, it's like I, I, I that's now the, the there are other rumors swirling around is that that trailer is gonna drop real soon too. And uh you know, I'm not gonna say I'm more excited for that trailer than I am for than I was for Avengers uh endgame, but I mean, you know, I am something of a Spider Man fan. <laughs> Just, you know, just a, a little, little bit. bit, just a little bit. You know, so I'm pretty fucking hyped for that trailer. Yeah, I and mean, uh, I think it looks great. I think I think uh, you know um, Tom Holland is just an incredible actor. I think he's really mastered the blend, right? Like oh, you always yeah. have to have that that good blend of of superhero and uh, secret identity. Oh, right? it's the it's the he, Batman problem. He plays yeah, it's the big Batman problem, which which. You know, nobody can do it both. Nobody can do it both except for Kevin Conroy, who was the voice actor, right? Didn't have to do physical acting with it, but he mastered 
the difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yep. And he's really the only one who's been able to do it. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, the the next closest I would have to say is Christian Bale. Definitely. But I, I don't think that even Christian Bale, he did a great job, but he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't master it, you know? Yeah, he didn't master the, he, I think he went a little bit, he wasn't, he was just not Bruce Wayne-y enough. And took it a little too far with the... And, yeah. And forget it. I mean, uh, uh, Ben Affleck did it great for one movie. For one movie. But couldn't do it for the second because, like, <laughs> he phoned it in for fucking Justice League. Like, that was just such a... The yeah, whole everybody, everybody phoned it in for that movie. Yeah. God damn it. You know, and I was really looking forward to it, too. I loved his scenes that he did in Suicide Squad. I loved the... I love the scenes that he did in Batman versus Superman, except for the whole Martha moment. Oh, but uh, um, you know, for the most part, I always thought I thought it was, he was the, like just a, such a great Batman. That was another screen. That was another fanboy thing I saw, and all the Aquaman hype they're talking about. Uh, Jason Momoa officially said that he would love to see the Snyder cut. Air quotes. Oh, Snyder like cut it of, really exists. Th- there is no such thing as a Snyder cut. There is no like, Snyder cut. Do you know what the Snyder cut is? So everybody, listen to me. Listen to me and listen to me well. Gazy. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what the Snyder Cut is. The Snyder Cut is exactly what you saw in theaters, minus about five or six scenes and a bunch of unfinished CGI. Yeah. Like, if you really look at the movie, the scenes that Joss Whedon did are painfully fucking obvious. Yeah, it's really obvious. And there really aren't a lot of them. No. Like, yeah, he did the whole ending for the most part where Superman was actually the Superman we, we know and can accept and not this brooding, you know, idiot asshole, you know. Yeah. Like, but everything else in that movie, with the exception of a few other scenes, um, was fucking Zack Snyder. So that that's your Zack Snyder cut. Yeah, this it's the there. fucking movie. It's there. It's there, and it's garbage. Yeah, and the whole thing is garbage. And if Zack Snyder would have done it, it would have been garbage too. Yeah, like it's just you know, it, it was just not the the universe needs to be retcon. And Amy Adams came out and essentially said. She said in an interview, You're DC right. is retconning the entire universe. Yep. She says they're they're rewriting the entire universe. She's done as Lois Lane. Henry Cavill's done as Superman. Ben Affleck has done as Batman. Yeah, they're- I saw Variety reported that today. And uh, and uh, wait, just re- refresh my memory. Just who who was it that said? That DC was going to reboot the entire universe? Who? I can't. Oh, I, I don't. Just if I could. What was just that think? thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me. Bravo on you because, I mean, they sure as hell are, right? I mean, you know, the writing was on the wall, and especially once Henry Cavill jumped ship. Yep. Then, uh, you know. And the best part about it is, too, man, watch, 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 man. I, I, I tell you right now, the fucking, the, the if they are really retconning the entire universe based on what we know about the three dc movies that are coming up it can be done easily and here's how a aquaman so from the get-go the first thing we said about the aquaman trailer is that when does it take place because the timing doesn't make any sense because in justice league he very clearly goes back to atlantis and in the trailer they make it very clear that he has not yet been back to atlantis right so it takes place before or after right so so that, that there's no connection to justice league there nope shazam 
It has been confirmed that there are no additional cameos from anyone else in Shazam. Right. It would be a very, very easy thing to do to just make Shazam a standalone movie and not have it connected. And yep. Wonder Woman takes place in fucking 1984. So easy to retcon on that and just not connected to anything else that has ever happened. So yeah. simple. Yeah, I mean, you know, with um, – I'm really excited for Shazam. I think it's, it looks really good. And the new trailer that dropped for that too is just really awesome. Um, you know, I, I think that the bad guy of Dr. Savannah is the perfect bad guy to have. You know, don't introduce Black Adam yet. You know, we don't have The Rock in there. You know, hopefully he will be a part of it. He's been he's been on the docket to play that movie for five years. For years, like, it's come been on, so long. It's not gonna happen. I think he, but I I think that he signed paperwork. Like I, I think that like know. I think it's I think it was like in the like if they were to ever make Black Adam a character, The Rock would play it. Gotta do it before the Rock Bubble burst, man. Yeah, well, the Rock Bubble is is a real thing, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, but The Rock is the action star today. I, He's I so love him too. I, I, I love him. him. <laughs> He's just such a great guy. Like I just want to. I want to watch everything that he does. I watched Jumanji, you know, a couple weeks ago, and it was great. Was, I it, had, was it good? Was yeah, it really. Like, was. like great. How? Like like great. Like oh, this is actually a really good movie and entertaining, or this is just purely entertainment, but it's actually a terrible movie. No, I mean it was. Uh, it was just fun. It was just a fun movie to go and watch. All right, I'll give you that one. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, you know, getting a chance to, to see, uh, you know, Shazam and see where they go, see how they recon it. I mean, the, the way that they explain it is just, hey, it's the multiverse. Because then you leave the door open to bring back Henry Cavill and, and Ben Affleck as Batman, right? Speaking of the multiverse, the, the rumor swirling right now since – I'm glad you mentioned the Amy Adams thing because I completely forgot yeah. that I read that on Variety um, today. The rumor swirling around that now is that she one – the, the, one of the things she said was that she saw how well um, – and I'm, I'm forgetting her name, the actress that is playing Lois Lane – in the current CW uh, crossover event oh, with right. Arrow and Supergirl where, where Batman right. was being introduced. Apparently, I, I, I got to look up her name, but apparently she does a fucking outstanding job um, of, of being Lois Lane. Like, like some of the best Lois Lane we've ever seen on screen. And if she does, I, A, I believe it because everything the CW is doing with their shows is amazing. And B, good for her. Yeah. Like, good for her. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, and um, it, you know, it takes a, uh, you know, she, you know, it takes someone who, you know, is, uh, you know, really secure in what they're doing yeah. to say and take a step back and say, hey, look, they're doing it better than I was. And not to take anything away from Amy Adams, I think she's a fantastic, fantastic actress. Yeah, me too. And again, it all goes back to Zack Snyder. I think if Zack Snyder was not at the helm of these movies, I think she would have made a great Lois Lane. I think she would have been fantastic at it. Couldn't be any worse than Kate fucking Bosworth, that's for sure. Yeah, well, they, yeah, Kate Bosworth was not good. Not good. And even even uh, Margot Kitty was not really that good. Kidder. Kidder. What? what Kidder. Kidder. Yeah, yeah, Kid 2Ds ER. Yeah. Rest in peace, Margot Kidder. Yeah. Thank you for your contribution to Yeah, she was good. Movies. Yeah. Mm. She was good for the time, you know. Yeah, for, like, the, for the time. Because you remember, at, at that time, you know, Lois Lane was still kind of like your 
you know, for lack of a better word, frumpy love interest. You know, back yeah. in the early, she she didn't become the lowest lane. Well, she that was, she was supposed to be plain. Exactly. She was supposed to be like you know your everyday woman, your exactly. everyday reporter. Yeah. At that time, Lana Lang was still like the go-to right. chick in the Superman universe. Yeah. I was always pro Lana over Lois, and then, <laughs> then they started to develop Lois's they, character. They brought her in in Superman three, and it was just oh like, sure, god. Uh, was the, the, the one with Richard Pryor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh. yeah. I mean, if you're in for a comedy movie, like, that's a hilarious movie. <laughs> what classic marketing now is, let's take the biggest movie right going right now and the biggest comedian of the time and put them in a movie put it together. together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was right after the Superman 2, which was awesome. Oh, God. So good. Um, you know, but speaking of Superman, right? So let's take the concept of Superman. Oh, more trailer right? news. Yeah. This one was really cool. Yeah. Uh, take the concept of Superman. Right, the story of him, a child who comes to Earth in a ship, right, raised by good, loving parents. But what happens if that child was just a dick? (laughs) There are some badass kids out there, man. They just need to get smacked in the mouth, right? But what if your child was Superman and you couldn't smack him in the mouth, right? What if you couldn't discipline your child, right? (laughs) And they just turned to be this fucking maniacal, evil murdering entity well if you've ever thought about that i give you the movie brightburn brightburn is a movie that is produced by james gunn and it looks amazing and it essentially it is a blend of superman the superman story and like the movie omen it is a horror movie that is based around literally a superman character it is a child who comes to earth in a spaceship has all of superman's powers they just don't call him superman and it's a horror movie and it looks amazing yeah i could not be more hyped for it comes out on memorial day of next year i am going to be waiting with bated breath just just waiting for this to uh to to drop and i can't wait to go see this movie next year and i love the parallels they drew in the trailer by showing you scenes where the kid is drawing pictures of you presume it's himself wearing like a red hood and a red yeah, cape, a, a mask like in a mask yeah, yeah, it's yeah a red mask like, and then and, like, and i think that's like really interesting because you know like the way you know so if, if i was writing a movie like that I would take the angle of being like this kid, like that's how he sees himself. And like, you know, what if he sees himself as the hero? What if he sees himself as the good guy? Because you, oh. you got to presume, you know, you, you got to presume in the way the trailer is, is designed, you got to presume that he's like an alien, right? Like yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, he's in right? a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. So, so what if, around. you know, on his world, like that's kind of how he sees himself. That's how he sees himself here. And it's just not the way the rest of the world sees him, you know, like yeah. he thinks he's doing right. And then that, you know, to what you said before. That's what makes the best villains. Yeah. Villains that think they are the good guys. They are the good guys, right? Like Thanos, yep. right? Like that. that's interesting. I didn't think about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, th- I think... I'm a fucking genius. That was like... Yeah, well, <laughs> that's debatable. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, like even when he's sitting down and he's drawing and you see him doodling in his uh, little notepad, yeah. right, that, that's there. And he's drawing those, those. it, it almost looks like a figure eight, but it's a diamond shape, right? Yep. I mean, that is, I mean, how much more Superman can you get? The eight exactly. inside the Superman emblem, right? The, the Superman diamond, right, is is the symbol for Superman from, from his home world. Yeah. Right? So, like, 
there, I mean, the, 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 the parallels are so there and it's so awesome, right? Cause it's, it's, it's what if they could do this, right? And it's just, uh, I, I couldn't be more excited for it. And I, I think that it's, uh, it's going to be one of those really surprise movies, high concept horror, high concept horror, very fashionable right Dude, now, man. <laughs> high concept horror, take a Superman movie meets a horror movie, two classics, Boom! Yup. Super fashionable, man. I'm, I'm totally in for that. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah. And high concept horror, man. It's uh, that's that's the way to go. So another thing that we're really hyped for. Uh, there's a lot of hype happening this yeah, week. Yeah, a lot of a lot of trailers, a lot of hype. Yeah. So uh, the we mentioned previously that Dragon Ball. Uh, I guess it technically would be considered Dragon Ball Super now, even though for me it's always going to be Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Um, there's a new movie coming out, and it uh, officially brings the character of Broly, into canon. And there's been a number of trailers that have come out, and the latest in the trailer uh, is that, the rumor, at least I should say, is that Gogeta is going to make an appearance, which would also, by the way, make Gogeta canon. Because as we all know, Gogeta was not canon previously because he only appeared in one movie and none of the movies are canon. <laughs> as we all know, as we all know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, excuse me, actually, Gogeta appeared in Super Saiyan Level 4 level at the end of Dragon Ball GT. Uh, but that's not canon anymore either. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. Not canon. It was canon, right. not anymore. Yeah, they retconned the shit out of that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is good, because yeah. GT had its moments very much like Batman versus Superman. Such a letdown. GT had its such moments, but as a whole, the uh, thing sucked. It, it was, was such a letdown. Yeah, 64 episodes of garbage oh god <laughs> the I, I i still you know i'm one of those people as much as as much as super is awesome i i prefer super saiyan 4 over super saiyan blue i just think i thought super saiyan 4 was such a sweet fucking idea it was so different because up until that point it was just like the only way you could define the levels of super saiyan was how long your hair yeah, was how getting long spiky your hair yeah. is you know yeah and that and this whole super saiyan 4 concept really explored what it like what it meant to be a saiyan and then, and then of course there was that you know sort of plot hole i guess you could say where like goku couldn't go to super saiyan 4 because he didn't have a tail and then he became a kid he had his tail back and that's what helped him go to super saiyan 4 but like you know that's one of the things that GT fucked up. They could have, you know, when they when they gave, uh, what was it, the the super blutz wave? Yeah, the blutz wave, <laughs> right, to, to power up Vegeta because he couldn't get to Super Saiyan level four, so he had to cheat in order to get there. This was so dumb. Yeah, the blutz wave. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> you remember ridiculous. when? You remember when Vegeta had a mustache? <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> it was the, the Tom Selleck of the Dragon Ball oh, universe. Oh <laughs> man, he had a mustache and finger gloves. Finger the finger gloves. gloves. Finger and the vest. Gloves. The fingerless gloves and the uh, vest. That was so so yeah. hip in the 90s, man. Yeah, he was so hip in the 90s. <laughs> and they cut his hair. That was the one yeah, thing I really... they made his hair shorter. They, when they cut his hair, it made him, Gohan, and Goten just completely indistinguishable. Like, yeah. They're all exactly the same. And then, like, you know, Gohan was a bitch, which is, like, which is... I, I guess they, they carried that through to Super a little bit. Yeah. Um, Piccolo was non-existent. And, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, he came in and he defended the he defended hell. You know that was the cool part that Pickle that was did. cool. That was you know, cool when he was like, you know, oh, I'm gonna stay down here and yeah. I'll be the protector of hell. So I find yeah. the new Dragon Ball Super movie to be very interesting because I feel like it's gonna have. So it's all about exploring, you know, if you watch the trailer or trailers, they're exploring a lot of the Saiyan history all the way back to when, you know, Frieza destroyed the planet and Bardock was still alive and Prince uh, King Vegeta was still alive. 
So it just makes me... Which, it looks like a retcon itself. So I mean, that's what I'm they, wondering. Is that essentially what they're doing? Is they're retconning the origin story? See, that's what I have to wonder because, A, why? You, you don't need to. No, like, man. Like, you really the don't need Bardock to. The original Bardock saga was amazing. Yeah. And, B, more importantly, the way they've defined the power sets of Saiyans in Dragon Ball Super with achieving Super Saiyan God and then going Super Saiyan Blue and the level of power they have... See, so how, how are you going to explain advanced. Broly? Yeah, yeah, how so are you going to explain advanced. Broly? See, that was the one thing, one of the things that I really liked about the way they ended Dragon Ball GT was because, you know, Goku gets to be so stupid powerful that he just flies off on the dragon. Yeah. And, he, and then he gets absorbed into the dragon. Exactly. So essentially, he and the eternal dragon become one, right? So, like, like that is... Uh, that, that, that was really a cool sort of concept that they did there. And, you know, with this, it's just that the power levels, the, the power creep is just too much. You yeah, know? It's it really is. And it's like, and, 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 it's, and, it, and you know, it, it works. You know, it, the, one of the reasons why it works in Super is because none of the villains they fought are, are Saiyans. So you don't right. need to explain right. how other Saiyans achieve that level of power. Right. And from the trailers, it seems pretty clear that Broly is not going to go Super Saiyan Blue. So how are they going to explain his power? Because they make it very clear that Goku and Vegeta are both going to use their Super Saiyan God forms and their Super Saiyan Blue forms. How is Broly that much powerful? How are they going to explain that? Yeah, especially if he's going to be – because like Broly was the first ascended Saiyan, right? Right. Like, he had that, but he wasn't Super Saiyan level two. Super Saiyan level two would right. kick the shit out of Brawly. And that's why, and that's why when Brawly first appeared, it made so much sense because nobody had achieved Super Saiyan two yet. So, like, I mean, if you right. if you try to factor it in the timeline of canon, so that so when Brawly first appeared, it made sense because he was just a really like naturally powerful and gifted Saiyan, so yeah. you don't really need to explain it. Yeah. But now I think they're going to have to explain it. I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. Um, it's gonna be cool. It looks really cool. It looks like the animation looks amazing. The yeah. action scenes look amazing. It looks like a great addition. I, I wish wish they wouldn't be retconning, but you know, whatever. You know, yeah. we, we gotta take what we can get. So. They've done a lot of retconning in Super, actually. So, so full disclosure, we have not finished all of Dragon Ball Super. I know that it has officially um, ended. Yeah, so we're we're about halfway through. It, 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 it takes some time. Okay, we have a lot of shit to cover. Like, so just don't. It's like a hundred and fifty yeah. episodes. Yeah, so just like don't don't fucking have me. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I, I, we we both have full time jobs. We're not like living <laughs> in our fucking parents' basement. Not yet. Yeah. Not not until you support us on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this could be our full time job. You fuckers just pay us <laughs> but the one retcon thing that i so they've done a lot of retconning in super the one and i'm okay with most of it the one thing they've retconned that really pisses me off is they revealed that it was um beerus who instructed frieza to destroy planet vegeta which i think is so dumb that's so stupid. Really dumb. It's, I mean, he is the god of destruction, though. Right, but it takes, but it takes away, like literally everything from the character of Frieza. Yeah, it, it takes away his entire yeah. character identity. Yeah, yeah. And it takes all the responsibility away. It says because you know at the end of Super, Frieza starts becoming uh, not really a good guy, but he yeah, they partner up, the yeah, guys. to help save the universe, yeah. mutually assured destruction, that kind of thing. Mm. And and you know, and, and I kind of like that angle. I'm cool with that. But I just don't think it makes any sense to take away the essence of a character like that by saying 
that it wasn't his choice because the whole reason that it was he destroyed the planet was because he was afraid of them rising up and taking over his 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 power his throne. Yeah, that was such a great idea. Yeah, it was a it was a cool idea. Um, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, regardless, yeah, we'll Super see. has we'll been see. pretty we'll good see. so far. So it, the jury's still out, but we will yeah. – uh, hopefully we'll uh, – it, it'll 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 live up to the hype. Yeah. And it looks like it'll be a really awesome movie. And you know what else? It's getting a theatrical release. Yes, in it? January. Yeah, yeah, early January. Um, so, you know, another thing that's apparently living up to the hype, uh, early hype, some early reviews are in, early reactions of the new Transformers movie, which is uh, called Bumblebee. Now, I'll – We'll, we'll fully admit that – I mean, uh, okay, let's back up for a second. It goes without saying that all of the Transformers movies live action that have been released to date from Michael Bay are fucking terrible. Without question. They are without fucking question. awful. The second one has some redeeming moments. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that. Revenge of the Fallen is, is at least watchable. Yeah. The rest are, are just – stop. Michael Bay, stop. Stop. Just please stop. Um, yeah. So when they announced that Bumblebee was getting a spinoff, you, you could hear just the collective ugh from, like, everybody. Yeah. And then the first trailer came out, and we all kind of went, oh. Yeah. Like, oh, it, this that, actually that looks could be, that could be like pretty it could good. be good. And then yeah. fucking uh, John Cena comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Right that's, <laughs> that's, I, think, I think right there. I think you just, I think you just got the, the, the real secret right there. Yeah. <laughs> John Cena. Yeah. John Cena sucks. <laughs> no, but for for not not for nothing though. The, with the, uh, with hair. Yeah, with hair. With lots and lots of hair. Oh he's god. Just, yeah, you know he's he's weathering. You know he's getting up there in age and he's weathering. So there, there's been two trailers to date for this Bumblebee movie, and they they both look really good. Like for yeah. starters, they the, from the, from the get go, the design the the new design for Bumblebee actually looks like a transformer. It doesn't yeah. look like that generic movie robot where everything is like really sleek and shiny and there's lots of parts in the robot that don't make sense. He looks like a for the most part a big fucking boxy ass robot that looks like he could actually transform into a car. He like yeah. he looks really good. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I, I think it'll be a good movie if they tone down the over the top action sequences and don't make it all the way throughout the movie and they just make it like, you know, maybe the end fight scenes yeah. or whatever. Um, you know, I think it would be really good. And of course, you know, bringing in Optimus Prime, you know, maybe towards the end or something. Well, that's you know. the rumor. The rumor is that Optimus Prime is going to make an appearance in this movie. And um, I've seen so I, I we cannot confirm or deny um, because I haven't been able to figure out if they are actually actual design photos. But I've seen some leaked photos of what is supposed to be Optimus Prime in the movie. And I got to tell you. If the photos are accurate, Optimus Prime looks fucking dope. He looks like the Optimus Prime you would want to see. Yeah. Like the classic Optimus Prime. Yeah. It looks badass. So, yeah. yeah, you know, again, early reactions are really good. That's got me really excited because I, you know, originally there was no way in hell we were going to go see this movie. Yeah, no. Um, but now no, that we're, was a wait for it to come on TV. Yeah, but now we're pretty psyched about it. And, you know, and Haley Steinfeld being in it, like, yeah, that... Doesn't hurt either. No, yeah, she, she, uh, <laughs> she is a step. Baba Booey, Baba Booey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, no, I'm excited. I think uh, I'm excited. I, I, I've heard that uh, John Cena's acting has uh, is really up to par in this movie as well. I hear. Uh, well, the, okay, what's par? <laughs> what? uh, Trainwreck. I think. I think in <laughs> okay. all in all of the movies I've seen him in, Trainwreck was the best. So that, and, I laughed my butt off for John. Did Cena's you see Trainwreck. that movie Cockblockers? No, too? I okay. didn't see Cockblockers. So not for nothing. I, I got to admit, John Cena really does have a a natural comedic talent like he you know like when he did the the marine which i think was his first movie yeah like, it was you know that was a, a great just brainless action yeah, movie 12 rounds or something yeah like, like also brainless and stupid yeah. but john cena i think really has some natural comedic chops yeah, he's got he's, he's got funny some chops. Like, he's a funny guy yeah like if you've ever watched his promos in wwe he's you know he's one of the best talkers on the mic he's he's got some of the best mic skills of all time. He's yeah. one of the greats. One of the great promo artists of all time. He's definitely you know? way up there. You know, and yeah, and, and so I'm I'm excited to see him. I think he'll be good in this movie. And so so we've talked a lot about tonight things that we are hyped for. Lots of good things coming, lots of good things happening. Now let's just flip the script a minute and uh, let's talk about things that are uh, not exciting. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody out there is a gamer. Um, Anthony and I are not what you would call gamers. We have yeah. our games that we yeah, like. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. I, I'm I'm uh, I'm balls deep in Red Dead Redemption right now. Oh, I absolutely yeah. love it, and uh, I've gotten a chance to um, uh, watch uh, my roommate play uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is also awesome. I can't wait to dive into that game too. Definitely, and um, the uh, and the. Uh, the Spider-Man game for PS4 yeah, is quite possibly one of the greatest games I've ever played. Yeah, um, but we're not, you know, we're not your League of Legends hardcore gamers. Yeah, but no. at the same time, so so it's very well known fact in uh, in the, the world that uh, Hollywood, for the life of them, cannot make a good video game adaptation movie. Has there ever been one? Has there actually ever been a single good? video game movie that translated over to the big screen in live action. So it's funny that you ask that because what what I want to talk about is the one instance I think uh, is related to the one singular instance of Hollywood making a good uh, video game adaptation. So the first Resident Evil movie was actually a very, in my opinion, a very good movie. It hit just like the right notes of horror and action and was pretty well acted and pretty well directed but it wasn't it wasn't resident evil resident well, evil took place in like a house exactly so one. exactly but, but it was but, like you know corporate but, you know so but that in my opinion is what made it good because it didn't try to directly adapt the game it just took a lot of cues from the game and made it into a pretty good movie and then yeah. to your point the second movie is when shit just went really downhill because that's when they tried to directly adapt it from the movie and bring you characters – I'm sorry, from the game and bring you all these characters from the game that just did it. Because the first movie was all about horror and they had zombies and lots of like those scary zombie moments. And then in the second movie, you had this, this fucking monstrosity – I'm forgetting the character's name right now – created by the Umbrella Corporation yeah. plotting around town with a bazooka and a fucking minigun. Like yeah. it just it just so jumped the shark. And I – you know, I guess they were popular movies. They made money because they made like nine of them, or however many they. What? How many are there? Five, six? There's like seven of them. Yeah. So, but th so this is my point, though. This is what we're not excited about. Right. So they, I, I just caught this in passing, like just before we started the show. So the the last the chapter in the Resident Evil franchise just got released this past year, right? Yeah. 
and they've already announced that they're rebooting it. So dumb. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. Why, why do it? Why do it? Why not do something new? Do something fresh? You know, they tried to do Silent Hill. You know, I'm, Oh, you God, know, that movie was terrible. That movie was terrible. They tried to do Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Terrible. Well, they're also apparently... Remember the Super Mario Brothers movie? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> John Leguizamo? I, tr- I try not to. <laughs> Dennis Hoskins. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> But you know, but, uh, but so, and Dennis Hopper too, right? Yeah, Dennis Hopper was the yeah, villain. Yeah, he was the villain. And then so, but just speak. So, it's, I they're also making. I saw a, a poster today. A teaser poster came out for a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog movie. They're making a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Why? Live action. What the fuck, live man? Action. Live quote unquote live action. Oh, right. Like God. why even do it? It doesn't. It doesn't need to be done. You know, I actually was a fan of the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. That was that was a great cartoon. The, the old no, '90s cartoon, which yeah, was great. amazing. I think I think the '90s the '90s were a terrible time for comic books, but the '90s were such a great time for cartoon shows and yep. and even for car, uh, comic book cartoons and and everything else. But '90s were amazing, and um and Sonic the Hedgehog was was just a great cartoon that they did. And uh, yeah, live action. I mean. It wasn't that interesting of a game. It's a, it was a good platform game, but it wasn't that interesting of a game, like in terms of like a storyline. Because it was so, it was just so. It was probably the most repetitive game I've ever played. It was fun, but it was just the most repetitive game in existence. Why oh why have they not tried to make a Legend of Zelda movie? It is one of the most popular games. Yeah. It, it is It is essentially The Legend of Zelda. For those of you who aren't gamers out there and are actually listening to this show or have never played a Legend of Zelda game, Legend of Zelda is the same story told over and over and over and over again in different ways. So essentially each Zelda game is not a continuation. It's not a sequel. It is the same story told in a different way. Right. And, and that's a game that I think could very easily transfer into a movie. It's just like, you know, it's like a Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones type of thing. Like, it easily transfer exactly. into a movie. You have, you, it's, I mean, it is 100% Lord of the Rings, right? And I'm, I'm even envisioning the trailer right now, right? And the trailer ends with, like, this guy in a wizard's cloak, and he hands Link the, a sword, and he goes, listen, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this with you. Right? And you know, like, and then, so yeah. what a, what a, what, we just, real wank stuff for fans. You know? Come on, man. Like, that's such like a mark out moment. Yeah, it definitely is. So, um, okay, so it's time for the winner of the week. So let's just recap for a minute here. So last week, we predicted that Ralph Breaks the Internet would win. Yeah. And we, we surprisingly, narrowly missed that mark yeah because i honestly thought we both did yeah we made a yeah. game i mean it was it 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 beat creed 2 by a large margin yeah. what was it 30 million dollars it was yeah ahead. and it also beat out um the following weekend the grinch um which is surprising because i i thought that the grinch uh, was gonna do well but hey Spoiler alert, the Grinch has a big fat 57% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 58% user rating. Yeah, well, can't follow up Jim Carrey. Exactly. <clears throat> so this week, there's a few movies coming out this week. And 
Mm. There are some good ones. So it's tough. It's a tough call this week because actually I don't think it's a tough call. So Into the Spider Verse comes out this Friday, as we discussed. Yes. Uh, the Mortal Engines comes out, and uh, the latest Clint Eastwood movie, The Mule. And it's also worth noting that Once Upon a Deadpool comes out this week, which, for those of you that don't know, is the PG-13 version of Deadpool 2. Now, I think this is an interesting week because you can't ever underestimate a Clint Eastwood movie. Right. Although, i am got got to be honest with you, I think in this hyper-political climate we're in and the fact that Clint Eastwood is a well-known Republican, I think it's going to work against him this week. Just saying. Yeah. Um, Mortal Engines, despite being a Peter Jackson movie, looks like absolute fucking garbage. Okay, I don't so, think it's going to do well. So that's where you're wrong, buckaroo. Oh, boy. Okay. Here we go. So I think, I think that Mortal Engines is going to be the sleeper movie. I think that movie is actually going to be really, really cool. The concept and the idea from afar is pretty stupid. Like cities that are on machines and they travel it's it's a pretty dumb Ugh. thing however i've seen some pictures of like the main villain and he looks he looks pretty terrifying it's hugo weaving isn't it yeah yeah well yeah. he always looks terrifying well i mean he, and he always plays a good scary bad guy character that very calculated knows exactly what he's doing you know so you're banking character. on peter jackson no i'm not saying that they're going to win the week however i'm not going to i'm saying that it's going to be a better movie than than it looks like. But it's not going to win the week. You know what? You know what? You know what, I, you you know, know, what? You know what this means? We're going to have to go see it and see uh, I mean, if it's maybe we'll, good or Maybe not. We'll, we'll have to do a double feature. Oh, we can do Spider-Man yeah. and Mortal Engines. Yo, I'm so down for that. That's going to require a lot of booze, though. But we can do that, though. Double feature. Lunchtime, beer break, afternoon. Yeah, afternoon. Don't spend more than $12 at the movie. <laughs> so, so let's be honest, though. Is there any doubt that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is is gonna win the weekend? It is. It is a movie for comic book fans. It is a movie for kids. It is. Um, it, it looks like it's really really cool. It's a movie for casual fans who just want to go and see Spider-Man. Although I don't think that the casual don't, fans will come out in droves. Uh, don't forget the Black Panther effect, man. Miles Morales is the main character. He's one of the main characters. Well, the way they're marketing it. He's and what does the main that mean? Character. The Black Panther effect. The Black Panther was like a cultural phenomenon because it had an all all black cast, all black actors, things like that. Leading a leading black actor is what I'm talking about. Yeah, and, and I will a uh, big shout out to comicbook.com because they did a list of uh, the top 50 Marvel movies from worst to best, and they ranked Black Panther as the best comic book movie that has come out so far. Wow. In the Marvel Universe. Wow. Out of, like, the MCU. I disagree with that, but it's definitely up there. I mean, it is is up there. Um, I don't think that it's the best movie. No, it's not. It's it's simply not. It's just, but it's... Fucking fantastic! Right? It, was, it was so yeah. good. It was so good. Yeah. And 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 uh, Michael B. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan is, is so just incredible. Good. He's so he, good. He was incredible in that. He was incredible in Creed too. It, it really makes you forget that he was the Human Torch. 
Who, Michael B. Jordan? Yes. Yeah, I, I forgot that the moment I saw that movie. I forgot the, that The moment I turned that movie off after the first ten minutes. Yeah, forgot, forgot, forgot that the, the, the moment I saw it. Um, so, so uh, no, oh, wait, so what's going to win the weekend? Are we saying uh, Spider-Man? It's you know be, what? It's got to be Spider-Man. I'm going to go controversial. I'm going to go with Mortal Engines. I'm going to say oh, Mortal God, Engines. Oh, God, I can't wait for is, you to fail. Uh, Mortal Engines, I think, is going to win the weekend. It's a big budget Peter Jackson film. Uh, I think it plays to today's audience. I think that it, uh, uh, I think it's got a cool plot, and I think that it's going to be a lot better than it looks like it is. <laughs> Famous last words. It's going to be a lot better I, than it looks. It, it Trust looks, me. It looks like it's. Trust I, me. I, I think it's going to be a lot better than it looks. Well, listen. I don't know. Speaking of things that know. are a lot better than they look, me and Anthony here go to SoundCloud. Find our find our podcast, download it, listen to it, like it, listen to it a lot, please. Like the it, like repeat listens help. Go on Instagram, find us on Instagram, like our shit. Oh, actually, you know what? Before we we go, because there's probably going to be a collaboration in the future, um, or at least there could be. Oh my god! So we actually big to, shout out. Yeah, big shout out, and we'll end on this note. Um, more on the uh, the culture side of. Uh, of our show, um, we got a chance to go and check out a podcast studio this past uh, Friday, and uh, it was amazing. Um, the podcast is, uh, studio is called A Shared Universe, and it is run by uh, uh, the comic book guys, the comic book men, right, from AMC, right? So Mike Zapsick, Ming. Shout out Ming, shout out Mike. Yeah, I mean, and they were so they were so cool, like getting to hang out with those guys and just chat about movies and comics and stuff and just get a chance to like talk about podcasting and, and everything else. I mean, it was just, it was such a, like a cool experience and such like a cool opportunity to go and meet those guys. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have some collaboration with them. And, uh, uh I know that there's a couple of episodes that we have that we want to do a couple of people that we're going to bring in to interview on the show in the future. Um, and we would love to be able to do it at the studio and maybe uh, do some collaboration there. So uh, stay tuned, True yeah. Believers. Yeah, it's called a uh, it's called the Shared Universe. Go follow them on Instagram if you're interested in podcasting. It's a it's a great page to follow. Yeah. And uh, go if you do have a podcast, uh, do what we will be doing and go there and use their studio. Yeah. It's fucking cool. Yeah. Um, so keep up the good work, guys. It was a blast on Friday night. Thank you very much for everything as always, and we'll probably see you around the stash sometime. 